Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? We all have a good weekend. I did. I actually had a good weekend. Nice and cool today. No issues. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. You can find us at CaliforniaHaunts.org or the radio show here, California Haunts Radio, at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. My uh, paranormal team is 40 strong up and down the state of California, which means no matter where you're at, we can help you. We might be two or three counties away, but we'll get there. We'll get there to help you. That's what we do. If you're watching from Facebook, please hit that follow button. If you're watching from Twitch, please hit that follow button. If you're watching from TikTok, hit that follow button. Also, if you're watching from YouTube, if you look down in the bottom right-hand corner over here, you're going to see that there is a little ghost with a magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat. That's our mascot, and that's how you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got over 300 videos over there. All different topics. We just don't cover paranormal stuff, okay? I think there's something over there for everybody. I think you'll like it. Anyhow, my guest tonight is nicknamed Flat, Flat Earth Dave, and that's because uh, Dave we David Weiss, who has his own podcast, uh, believes that the Earth is flat. And there's a few other things he believes, and we're going to talk to him about that tonight. Now, I'm going to warn you guys, play nice, okay? I want you to play nice. We're here. This is what we do. I'm a journalist. I do informative interviews. And uh, I'm interested in seeing what Dave has to say about all this. Okay? So I want you all to play nice. So without further ado, here we go. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Can you make us wide so we're not cut in half? So I have a wide screen. Let me see what I can there's do here. Little, there's a little button that'll say wide view. Okay, let me see what I can that's, do here. That, that's a no view. That's a no view. That's um, a there's a view. wide. There's a wide view. The simple no. That's a that speaker view. Maybe it's, it's just, this guy. It, there you yeah, go. There Boom. Go. You did it. There we go. You did it. Nice. Nice work. Never used that button before. So you know more about the system than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I have no idea where the button is. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's. Uh, it's there, so it works. I'm a button pusher. You know, I don't read instructions. I'm <laughs> one of those people that just attacks crap. I used to drive my dad insane. How can you build car models and stuff when you're not reading the instructions? There's pictures. I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you uh, you said you said and and good thing you said it. You know, like people that uh, have just hearing about flat Earth for the first time, they freak out. They have this adverse uh, guttural reaction. You know, it's stupid. It's idiot. I can't believe you're wasting your time. I'm unsubscribing. I'm I'm offering three bitcoins for one globe proof when I'm done. So cool. listen to the show. Give me one proof of the globe, just one, and you win three bitcoins. I believe that's Sounds around seventy grand right now. Sounds good to me. So, wow. Soon to, be, soon to be worth thirty grand. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> I should well, be doing flat Earth stuff instead of this. I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, I, I have no fear in giving them away. Although I would for a globe proof, but you know that's like saying you know prove. I don't know. Santa Claus sleigh can fly. I don't know. Like says, you're the man, Dave. See? 
Ah, well, I, there's a lot of a lot of supporters out there, and you know, I have a lot of uh, trolls that follow me. When we're done, the trolls will show up on your videos, and they will comment on everyone's comment, saying, "I'm a scammer. I'm here to steal three dollars from everybody. <laughs> I'm uh, I, 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 there's no proof of the flat Earth, but they'll never offer a single globe proof. Right. Never, except <clears throat> except some crazy, stupid mathematical formula, which means nothing, or some claim about you know something in the sky, uh, but no glow proofs, no, no glow proofs at all. So I was like, you know, your warning was you were talking to me six, seven years ago, because yeah. when I heard flat earth, I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, just watch this one minute video, Dave. Nope. Not going to do it. Not even to watch a one minute video. Cause you're too stupid. You know, flat earth <laughs> is the dumbest thing ever. But when you look, it makes all the sense in the world. The globe is, Literally the dumbest thing out there. And it's so dumb that people can't see it. And they don't even know it. And uh, and globe globe believers, we call them globers lovingly. Um, they have two things in common. One, <clears throat> they have no idea what our flat earth is. They have a wrong idea what our flat earth is. They think it's a disc floating in space with other mm -hmm. round planets or other flat planets. No, that's not nothing like it. And they also have no idea what their model is. Let me ask you this. Like you say, way back when, when you didn't believe this, when you were just starting out believing in this stuff, how did you become, a, a, you know, how did you come to the conclusions and get started doing this? I was forced. I was forced to look. I um, was tired of hearing it. Somebody I trusted very much said, Dave, I think the earth might be flat. And I was like, not you too, Sophia. And uh, she's like, here, just watch these two videos. And it's like, oh, where do you get your information from? YouTube? YouTube is just a suppository. Is that the right word? Suppository? Sounds, sounds okay. bad. Um, yeah. uh, for, for information, it has crap and good stuff. It's just like life. Sure. There's crap and good stuff everywhere. Pick the good stuff. Leave the crap. And um, I started watching it, and I was like, that's interesting. And I spent the next two weeks, 24-7, barely slept. Um, trying to prove the globe or disprove flat earth. And uh, that's how you become a flat earther. You know, because your guttural reaction is this. Of course the earth is a globe. We've known it for 2,000 years. Aristophanes figured it out with his sticks and shadows. Carl Sagan brainwashed us with that in, uh, in the 1980s in the show Cosmos. And mm -hmm. uh, night and day, and the sun would never set. And, uh, you know, the other planets are round. The moon looks round. And uh, seasons. Right. All of this stuff is program stuff. Right. And then when I start talking about, uh, you know, the motions of the earth, right, the motions of the earth, when you when you believe you live on a, on the heliocentric model, you believe that you live on this. Where is it? What happened? Uh Oh, oh, that's the problem. There we go. You believe you live on this. Right. Spinning at a thousand miles an hour, orbiting at sixty six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Very funny number chasing the sun at almost a half a million miles per hour. I won't even mention the fourth direction moving sideways at millions of miles per hour. Um, and the, the pre-program response is, well, that's because you're already traveling those speeds and you don't notice it. When I'm on an airplane, I could drink a glass of water and I could take a walk to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, if you want to compare the airplane to the slowest motion of the earth, which is the spin, you have to double the speed of the airplane and the pilot has to nose down at about a mile a minute just to follow the curve of the earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have to take the outside of the plane off because 
We don't have a shell over us, right? Mm -hmm. On the heliocentric model, we live on a rock that's surrounded with water, that's surrounded with air, adjacent to a void. Wow. Does that make any sense? No. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, no. nowhere in nature, nowhere, nowhere in nature, nowhere in nature, actually, that's right, nowhere in nature, nowhere in a lab, can you have high pressure next to low pressure, let alone a void, a vacuum, mm -hmm. without a physical container? Air pressure needs a container. So as you got more and more into this, and I agree with you, air pressure does need a container. Um, as you got more and more into this, what kind of resistance did you get from people around you? Get it all the time. But, you know, in 2014, you mentioned Flat Earth to somebody. You're like, you're a moron. You're an idiot. Good luck getting a job. Good luck finding, you know, if you're single, you're going to be single forever. Good luck, you know, doing anything. And now you mentioned Flat Earth to somebody. I can barely get anyone on my on my um, intake form, on my uh, on my scheduling form. I have a question that you answered. And it says, is the Earth uh, a globe, flat, or something else? Barely anyone says a globe. People say, not sure. That's what you put, not so sure. Okay? Yeah. And, uh, and, and a lot of people say flat. Barely anyone says it. You mentioned flat earth to somebody. They go, you know, I heard something about that. Right? I'd say 50% of the people say, oh, that's stupid. <clears throat> but the other 50%, which is a lot, will say, that's interesting. I heard something. Can you explain this? Right? Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, the problem is globe mentality is <clears throat> we know everything. I don't need to ask you any questions. You're an idiot. And I don't need to look at your evidence. I have tons of evidence for the globe, but I don't have to show anybody. I don't mm -hmm. even have to know it. It's just mm -hmm. there because a guy in a bow tie who lies told me. Okay? okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson can't go on television shows and lie. He dropped a microphone. It hit the floor. Gravity. Well, let me tell you something. There's couple forces, right? There's the mm -hmm. electrostatic force, which is positive and negatives attract to each other electrostatically. Sure. There's a magnetic force. A, a magnet has a field around it, okay? A magnetic field, right? Our, our Earth is a magnet. The sun is a magnet. Just look it up. Is Earth a magnet, okay? And that magnetic force is like 36 times stronger than the gravitational force, which is a theory which needs mm -hmm. dark matter and dark energy to make up over 90% of it or it doesn't work. I remember mm -hmm. when I was taught science, you come up with a theory, you test it. If it doesn't work, you throw it out and you make another theory. But in science of the globe, they just say, oh, it doesn't work. Let's make up some stupid stuff to make it work, right? Which still doesn't work, right? And then there's the electrostatic force. The earth has a negative charge. Everything above the earth is in the atmosphere, in the air, in the sky. That is a positive charge. And mm -hmm. when they're separated, um, they, the, the negative force, the earth, which does not move, it's not rising, it's not rising. It will say down is this way and then buoyancy and density sort everything else out. So they say that electrostatic force is 10. I, I, I gotta look up the number. I gotta ask my, my, my guys, a 10 to the like 20th power or something. It's a number so ridiculous, stronger than gravity, 10 to the, whatever, if it was 10 times stronger than gravity, that's enough, but it's mm -hmm. 10 to the, like something power. Stronger than gravity. So here's my question to you. Let's pretend, and we'll definitely have to pretend, that gravity is a real force. Okay. Who says when you drop something, it's gravity and not the electrostatic force? Because the electrostatic force can be measured, can be tested, can be um, demonstrated where gravity is just a theory. Okay? 
So let me uh, let me show you a quick thing. This is um, so the way the, the way the Earth is. The Earth is oh here it is. So we got some helium balloons, and they're holding up this button that's taped at the end of this wire. This wire goes to a um, Van der Graaff generator, and we're going to crank a positive charge in it. So we're going to change its neutral, whatever charge it has. We're going to add a positive charge and watch. It got heavier. Yeah. And when we discharge it, we take the we we discharge it. It goes back up. Now, did we just defy gravity, or did we just play with the electrostatic force of the Earth? Interesting, right? Yeah. And then you could do it. You could do the opposite if you if you put a negative charge into something, and even after it lifts off, you still have the negative charge in it, which is going through these wires. Right. Um, it goes up. Are we right. defying gravity? No. This is electrostatics. This is what the secret space program is about. It's not the secret space program. It's the secret propulsion program. Right. Okay. And they're using this stuff to travel. Like people go, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work, right? You know, different, the shape of the earth doesn't matter. Well, all your money that they steal from you, they take, you know, 30, 40% of your money every year. They give you 3% back at the end of the year. And you're like, yes, they gave me 3% back. Um, they're taking that to build technology and stuff that you'll never see. You and I will never see. The common mm -hmm. person will never see. It's all for the elite. This is the separation of the masses. They want us as slaves. They have us in a prison. That prison is called the heliocentric system. The mm -hmm. ball is a prison for your mind. Okay? It limits you. It says there's only this. There's nothing else to discover, Truman. Remember that scene? Right. I want to be an explorer. And he goes, there's nothing left to discover because that's they have you in that prison. They don't want you to know that there's more beyond um, beyond the fence. Now, again, anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica or the 73 miles up is speculation, but I don't care. I want the right to go and explore. Who mm -hmm. are these people that have put themselves above, you know, government has put themselves above man, and now they're trying to get above the creator, and they want to be there, they want to be gods to us, mm -hmm. okay? And if we let them, maybe they will, okay? But here's our shoreline of our pond, right? A pond, a lake needs a shoreline. It needs land that's higher than the water. Well, mm -hmm. well, Antarctica is higher than, it's the highest land on Earth. Antarctica has the high, is the highest continent, supposed to be on the bottom of a ball, on Earth. Well, that's the container of our, of, our, of our world. It's the shoreline that holds our oceans in. If it was lower, the oceans would flow away. Mm -hmm. So what's beyond Antarctica? Funny you should ask. <laughs> I'm just oh. intrigued listening to you. I'm fascinated. Yeah, yeah. Here, 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 here's one possibility. Again, we don't know. We live here, and out here is extra land. What's another okay. word for land? Territory. Territory. Right? Ter terrain. Yeah, territory. So yeah. If we have extra territory, extra terra. If somebody lived out here and they came to visit us in here, what might you call them? Territorials. <laughs> an, an, well, an extra terrestrial. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. From the outer space. Okay, right? that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe the maybe our our pond is like this. Maybe there's other lands out here and other suns out here. And then if you go even bigger 
if you think even bigger, remember that this, remember this, right. and then we'll go here. We live here in this little pond, which is huge. It's right. 60,000 miles around the outside of the pond. Then, you know, five or 10,000 miles away, there's another pond and another okay. pond. And, another, okay. and these are other worlds. Now, listen up. This is scientifically, physically possible if the Earth is flat, which, it, which is scientifically provably it is. Okay? okay. Outer space is scientifically impossible. Right? Remember? A rock with water, with air, adjacent to a vacuum. Stop. Right. We're done. It's over. The entire, everything, everything above that is off limits. We're not allowed to talk about it because it's Narnia. Okay? Right. It's absolute right. nonsense. But let's talk about it anyway. Let's talk about how, how stupid outer space is. You know how close the closest the closest star is? How many miles or light years? No, I don't, but I know it's really far. <laughs> a light year, a light year is the distance light travels in a year. It goes eleven hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second, theoretically. And the closest one is four and a half light years away, which is like twenty-five trillion miles. The closest star is twenty-five trillion miles. If you were going a hundred thousand miles an hour. No, we can't even. You can't even fathom that speed. Okay, a hundred thousand miles an hour. Can't even imagine it. Um, how long would it take you to get to the closest star? Years and years. I mean, like really, twenty-eight thousand really... years. Yeah, yeah. It would take you twenty-eight thousand years. Okay, that's to the closest star, and the other ones are magnitudes farther. All right. So now mm -hmm. that we're starting to understand these distances, Polaris. Our North Star. Where do you live mm -hmm. in the North? You live in the United States? California. Yeah. Okay, California. So you've seen the Northern Star. It's right off the, the Big Dipper, right? It's, right? You can look it up. Just the Big Dipper, the handle, the Big Di the cup of the Big Dipper points right to the North Star. So everyone can see it all year long in the Northern um, Inner Hemis Plane. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't move. And it's it's... 433 light years away. Okay, now think about this. Just think. It's 48 times bigger than our sun. That's what they tell us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, <clears throat> if our sun was a mile over our head at 12 noon, it was, it was directly over your zenith at 12 noon, it would fill the entire sky horizon to horizon, right? With the size that they tell us our sun is, if it was just a mile over your head, it would fill the right. whole sky, right? right? Now we move it 93 million miles away. It's now the size of a coin held at arm's length. Okay, right? Sounds about right. Nickel, Absolutely, quarter, yeah. dime, whatever. Okay, so it went from the entire sky, reduced because of distance, perspective, it got smaller, to a friggin' coin held at arm's length. Hmm. If you doubled the distance, how much farther would that be? How much smaller would it be? Could you see it? Barely. I Right, <laughs> barely. I would say not at all. But if we if we... If we quadrupled the distance, that's a light half hour. If it's four times farther, that's a light half hour. Eight times farther is a light mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. It is scientifically provable that the angular size of that sun is impossible to see. And uh, science will tell you that. You know, just figure out, you know, things are getting smaller and smaller. You could not see it. The brightness is a whole nother issue. The brightness would have to be exponentially brighter than our sun. Could you imagine our sun? twice as bright as it is now. You can't even imagine it because you've never oh. seen anything that bright. But it would have to be a, at a light hour. You know, I haven't done that. 
but it would it would be thousands of times brighter. I you know when you get to these distances that we're talking about. All right, but ignoring the brightness because that's too hard mm -hmm. to figure out. At a light hour, we can't see it. Polaris, forty eight times bigger, so an equal distance where we couldn't see Polaris would be one hour times forty eight, two light days. At two light days away, it's scientifically provable we could not see Polaris. And it's 433 light years away. Wow. Okay. Your brain should just short circuit at this point and go, I can't calculate those numbers because in school they only taught me to be an accountant and to, you know, be a cashier and to be stuff that works in their slave system. Mm -hmm. I, they never taught me to think about um, the nonsense that they teach us in science about, about outer space and aliens. All right. Space is a lie. I just proved that Polaris isn't where that what, what or where they tell us the size that they tell us or you know or it's not even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction the distance that they tell us <clears throat> so space is again off the table off the table mm -hmm. right so when you look up at the stars in the sky they're there we see stars yes i have a telescope i have zooming cameras i could zoom in and see planets and stuff right when I zoom in on a star, by the way, it gets bigger. How the hell does my little camera, my good camera, mm -hmm. make a star hundreds of trillions of miles away bigger, right? Like I can zoom in on New York City from here. It's about 25 miles away. And I can see windows on buildings. That's about it. I can't really get the detail. But I can zoom in on a star and it gets bigger, okay? Use your common sense, use your God-given common sense, and realize that all of this is fantasy. Okay. It's a prison for your mind. It's to rob you from who you are, your experience here on Earth. Okay? It's to control your mind and not make you say, you know what, Mr. Whoever, who thinks they have authority over me, that's all in my imagination. You have no authority over me because nobody gives you your rights. There's only people that try to take away your rights. God gave you your rights. It makes sense in that I was one of these people in the science classes that would take the globe and I would take, you know, you know, that whole continental drift thing they, they, they shove at you. I yeah. would take the globe and I would cut out the continents and I would glue them together on a flat piece of paper. Right. One big mass of stuff. So what you're saying makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes no sense. The whole idea of Pangea and the the plant, the 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 the, plant, the continents drifting apart—they're still connected by land underneath the water. The water is just like a scoop out of the land, you know. And so, how are they drifting? How are they drifting apart? Right, and the right. whole thing with the the—it's it, all nonsense. It's all complete and total nonsense. If that was true and it was moving at the rate they they said, right. um, the pyramids would have moved over a mile already. And uh, the the shaft wouldn't line up with Polaris. Mm -hmm. The shaft in 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 uh, in the Great Pyramid lines up with Polaris. But do you know that they said, "Oh no, when they built it, it lined up with our North Star at that time, which was Thuban or whatever." Okay. Right. And now we've wobbled enough to where we happen to live in the time where it lines up with another star, and we don't live long enough to see it. Not true. Not true. Are you familiar with the Georgia Guidestones? Right. Yes. Okay, so you know what happened with them recently, right? Right. Everything's so, changing. I mean, I mean, all it's, it's it's all, you know, everything's changing, and what whatever we learned is is always being turned on its ear, no matter what. Absolutely, Georgia Guidestones had a little hole in the center, 
and in mm -hmm. the center stone. And when you look through it, you see Polaris time lapse. You'll see Polaris, right? So mm -hmm. this is the center. The, it, it lined up. It's been up for over forty years. Now, if we're, you know, they say, well, first, we're corkscrewing through space, moving four and a half billion miles in a year, never to go back to where we returned, and somehow Polaris remains in that hole. They go, well, it's so far away that parallax doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how far you go. It's too insignificant. Yeah, right. Cool story, bro. Okay. And then they say, well, we're also processing. Well, if we're processing at one degree every 72 years, well, this has been up for over 40 years. It would be more than a half a degree, and a half a degree would send Polaris way out of that hole. But it was still mm -hmm. there. But I can't prove it to you anymore because it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's why they took it down, huh? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Question it was a rock-solid flat-earth proof. Question from the chat room is, what about the pictures from space? Which pictures? Pictures of Earth? The pictures, yeah, I guess, the, yeah, the pictures of Earth from the moon or whatever. If <laughs> um, so let, let's uh, yeah, no, no, so so that's good. So, pictures, right? NASA doesn't have any photographs of Earth, NASA admits that they don't have any photographs of Earth, they call them images and composites, right? Here are four different space agencies. This one's NASA, mm -hmm. but the guy that made this one, Robert Simmon, he admitted he made it in Photoshop, right. And he admitted that this isn't even an image. He made it in Photoshop based on data that they gave him. Okay? And he Photoshopped the clouds um, in where the, the clouds are. If you zoom in, um, there's multiple, you know, cut and paste mm -hmm. of the same clouds. Where's my, my blue marble clouds? Blue marble clouds. There it is. There it is. So you zoom in, same clouds, cut and paste. This is the cut and paste tool. He sucked at Photoshop, okay? Right? But people go, well, you know, there wasn't always Photoshop, right? There wasn't, there wasn't always Photoshop, right? And so I ask you, what would be easier to paint? This or this? I think the Earth would. Of course. I think a, a five-year-old could paint the Earth. This would be more difficult to paint, right? You got the reflections, uh -huh. right? You got the wine, the cheese, the peach, all the textures. Ready? This is a painting. This is not a photograph. This is called a photorealistic painting. The person uh -huh. that did this is way more talented than the person that did this. Huh. Right? Right. And then and then so, you know, when you when you look at at the Earth, um, here's a whole bunch of pictures of Earth. Which one do you like? Oh, I like that. Of course, it's the one up there. Up top left. You're a blue marble. Yeah, I'm that's a blue marble person. I'm a blue marble guy. Right. I get it. OK, but there's all nonsense. <laughs> They're all absolute, complete and total nonsense. And they suck at it because. You know, sometimes, look, oh, look at the United States. It's huge. Well, where the hell is the United States? And if the United States isn't here, where are the other, where's China, right? Mm -hmm. So here's, here's something we can measure. Here's uh, Mexico and Baja. We could actually drive across and actually measure this, scientifically prove that it's 934 miles. They tell mm -hmm. us the diameter of the Earth is 7,917. 
That means this line here, I should be able to fit eight and a half of them between these two lines. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's too big for this page. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, that proves to you that this is a painting. Okay. Absolute 100% painting. Right. You know, the Globers will argue, well, you're, you're, you're close. You could zoom in on something and it doesn't show the size and it still makes it look round. Not this mm -hmm. much. Look at the, the size of the United States here. Look at it here. Okay. Absolute nonsense. People, people, you know, there's, it's an amazing that there's intelligent people that, uh, that just refuse to look and think, right? And then on mm -hmm. this image of the earth, right? So here's all of the land of the world. And I say, okay, I took this and here's a circle of all the land that's showing. Mm -hmm. You have to believe that Alaska and South America and the rest of the world is on the other side of this ball. Mm -hmm. This is horrible. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's horrible. It's horrible. So, now what about the moon? You also mentioned that 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 you don't believe that uh, the that we made it to the moon either. Well, I don't believe the moon is a place that we can go. So, okay. so first, you know, when when people yeah. say, "Well, the the moon, it, it's uh, it, it's it's uh, it's round, right?" You know, this is um, this is the full moon, right? This is mm -hmm. a picture of the full moon. It's pretty damn bright. How does a dusty, dirty ball reflect light that bright and all the way back to Earth where I can read by it and it casts a shadow on the ground? Mm -hmm. This is a shot from the Epic Deceiver, <laughs> right? It's called the Epic Deceiver that NASA has. Their telescope, the Epic Deceiver. Epic Deceiver, Okay. And it's showing the the moon, the backside of the moon as it passes in front of Earth. Mm -hmm. Well, this should be a full moon because the sun's behind the camera. Why isn't it lit up? Right. Wow. Maybe the backside of the moon isn't as reflective. Yeah, maybe. You know? Something maybe. You, you can, a glober can say that because that's all they can say. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Um, how long did it take you to do all this research? I never. It never ends. I'm not done. <laughs> this is um. This is uh, been going on. This is actual NASA footage right here. This right here. Where's the land? Where oh, everything's on the other side of the Earth right now. And why right. isn't this lit up? Okay, that's from NASA. And people are like, that's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. Right? Right. Well, I was noticing, too, these pictures that have been coming in from the new telescope, and then there was that satellite over on Jupiter. And what I thought was interesting was that the photo that they have that's a zoom-in on, on Jupiter that somebody said came from the satellite looks like the Earth, only they made it green. Let's talk about the satellites. My favorite. It's featured on the app today. Anyone that hasn't checked their featured video today is a killer video and tomorrow is part two and we're slapping silly a guy right. that goes by the name of um straw man dan we'll just call him okay okay all right but here this kind of cement ball 
kind of similar to the dusty, dirty surface of the moon. How come mm-hmm. when the light's on it, it doesn't light up evenly and, and shine back on my face and cast a shadow? What makes this less reflective than the dusty, dirty ball they call the moon? Don't answer that because you can't. Okay. So so the the James Webb telescope. Right. $10 billion. Okay. And it literally looks like it's made from tinfoil and it's just garbage. Okay. Right. So it launches into space. All right. Maybe I should show you the, the launch. I can't even show you the launch. It's just too horrible. Okay. And it goes into orbit around the earth and they make sure that they show us the curve. I have to show you. <laughs> I have to. Okay. I have to show you. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. All right. Um, so here I am. So where is it? The um, James Webb. Okay. So why isn't that showing? Oh, I got to get rid of that. There we go. So here it is. James Webb. And this is the departure. There, there it goes. It, it, the rocket just kicked it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just fast forward. And the camera keeps glitching out. It's glitching out. They're having communication errors because it's right in orbit. It's literally about the height of the space station. Okay. Oh, look. We have uh, the, what, they show the beautiful curve of the year. Oh, there's a curve of the year. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, there it is again. Oh, there it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Right. They're having communication errors. Wait until I tell you where this thing's got to go before it starts working. Okay. This is just hundreds of miles above the Earth. Now, it's now going to unfurl its telescope. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and watch. I'm going to just fast forward. Here it goes. It kind of looks like a Timex watch, if you ask me. Okay. And they're just, they're just making fun of us. Right. So it, it, un, it unfurled. And this is all they showed us. Right. Mm-hmm. Now that thing, somehow, it departed from the rocket. It has to travel one million miles away from Earth to what's called a Lagrange point. You know what a Lagrange point is? No, what's a Lagrange? Lagrange point is the gravitational spot um, in between two objects. So if you had a ma- you know, magnet size of a bowling ball and a magnet the size of an inch around, mm-hmm. there would be a spot in between those two where the pull is equal, much closer to the smaller one, farther from the bigger one, right? right? That Lagrange point, I think it's called L2, is a million miles away from Earth. Okay? So somehow it had to leave Earth and go a million miles away. Remember, there's 93, 90 to 93 million miles. This isn't the scale, um, of course. All right? So it's got to go a million miles away and find that Lagrange point and park itself there and stabilize itself. Okay? This is so silly. All right? Now, you have to remember that we're orbiting the Earth in an elliptical orbit, speeding up and slowing down. And six months during our summer and the winter, we're um, three and a half million miles closer to the sun than we are during our summer. We're three and a half million miles farther. Okay. Three and a half million miles difference in between summer and winter. Six months equals 4,320 hours. 3.5 million miles. Divided by those number of hours is 810 miles an hour. So besides the telescope going out there mm-hmm. and matching the speed of the Earth. Now, remember, the Earth is orbiting the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. Well, this thing is far is a million miles farther. So you have to add a million miles in diameter to the circumference. It has to speed up and match that speed just to keep up with the orbit. 
Then we're chasing the sun. It's got to maintain that speed. It's got to park itself in the Lagrange point, stabilize itself, go with the spin of the earth also. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then it has to travel another 810 miles an hour, getting farther and closer to the sun. Right. So mm-hmm. the Globers will tell you that the Lagrange point is just going to move it six months out, six months in, six months out. Mm-hmm. It's just going to magically stay there. Are you believing any of this, by the way? I am. I am. It makes a lot of sense well, to me. I mean, you're, well, it's making a lot of sense that it's nonsense, right? No, it's making a lot of sense to me. It really does. What? That the that it can park itself on the Lagrange point? Sure. I mean, I, I mean, being a paranormal investigator, I'm dealing with stuff like ley lines and all that stuff. So I understand it all. I get it. Okay. Do you believe that the images from the James Webb telescope are real? I don't know. I'm not on the telescope. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they, they showed us this, and it's showing us gravitational lensing and, and right. galaxies. These are all galaxies out here. Do you believe right. that's real? I don't know. I, 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 I neither believe nor disbelieve in it. Because I just, well, unless I'm one of these people, unless I can touch it and see it for myself. And it I, I like that. I like that. So my question is, you don't believe, I mean, you don't know if this is real either or this, right? Right. right. Okay. So people are like, well, it's got to be real. You know, they, 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 uh, they got to do it. Right. So let me just show you a a quick thing. This is a free app. Okay. It's free. Well, it's free for 14 days. Then you got to pay 30 bucks for it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't take you 14 days to make these images. Let's just speed through this. And here we go. We just made these these images. All right. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll take a look at them a little closer. And Hubble, James Webb, Jenny, a TikToker. Okay. Hers looks better. Okay. Right. Honestly. Right. Right. This is all they're showing us. And people are like, oh, yeah, man, coolest thing ever. Right. When, uh, when, uh, you know, are you familiar with the Red Bull jump? Yes. Yeah, you went up there, um, 127,000 feet. They lost, they basically lost communication with him. They couldn't right. talk to him from the ground to 127,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're going to talk to a satellite parked on a Lagrange point a million miles away, traveling in four different directions at once, maintaining yeah, its relativity to the surface of the Earth with the spin. If you believe that's real, I can't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, there's so many apps out there now where they can just, people can just create whatever they want. Yeah. You know, a good example, like, like I say, I'm a ghost hunter. A good, good example is, is those silly ghost apps where people can put, put, put a ghost on the stairway. And by, and by the way, I'm all with you, ghosts and stuff. God bless what you do. Yeah, uh, I, I believe in spirits and entities and all sorts of stuff. It has nothing to do with the shape of the earth. Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying is that I'm just saying is that when you talk about these pictures coming in from supposedly coming in from the James Webb Telescope, that people can create themselves. I'm just trying to say that. Yeah, right. no, I get that because of the apps that I've come across of people trying to fake ghosted activity and stuff too, and it's all apps. No, I I got it. I there yeah. and it's it soon, you know, with the with the deep fake stuff that they do now, it's incredible. They're, we're not going to be able to tell what they're faking, yeah. although we know we know that they're faking everything. But you know, when you catch NASA lying about everything, you can't believe anything they do, right? Right. 
Right. For, you know, for, for example, just like, you know, if you catch them screwing up on the space station, faking something, then it's over. Then you can't trust them on anything. This is Don Pettit saying, oh, I got some plastic and I folded it up and I was tired of drinking coffee out of a bag. So I made a cup and it sticks to the cup. And he's doing this on a zero G plane. But look what happens. Watch. The coffee becomes out of sync with the plastic. Oh, it's boy. CGI. Yeah, yeah. I got something else going on behind there. Um, there we go. Fix. Out of sync. All right. Game over. Mm-hmm. NASA's finished. It's over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is uh, um, Chris Hatfield loves playing his guitar. These guys are in separate rooms. And he's the guy holding the mic doesn't realize where Chris is. And he sticks a mic right into his neck, inside of his neck. Chris doesn't miss a beat. They're not even in the same room. Okay. Wow. Yeah. The Na- NASA is faking everything. Okay. And they're using many different methods. One method is these guys are hanging from wires. That's why they're, they're holding on to their seats. They may even be upside down, but he moved his arm a little too fast. Right? You got that glitch, but all of a sudden, green screen revealed. Green screen right there. Oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 And the NASA apologists will be like, oh, cosmic rays, man. You know what? You know, I'm sorry. I'm not a NASA apologist. I'm not going to believe, you know, heliocentric cult clowns. And um, I'm going to look at provable, testable science. Right? Right. We We can prove the Earth is not a sphere. Floating in a space vacuum. Show me air next to a vacuum, next to a void. I don't like using the word vacuum because the Globers go, oh, you think space is like a Hoover, like a vacuum? A void. Okay? There's no pressure. How come those guys in their snowboarding suits in space don't explode like the Michelin State Puff Marshmallow Man did in Globusters, uh-huh. Ghostbusters, right? The air pressure yeah. difference. They would explode, mm-hmm. but they don't. They're out there riding dune buggies, playing golf. Okay. Are you kidding me? It's all, they're mocking us. They're mocking anybody that believes this. I think it's an intelligence test, to be honest. And the people that fail, I don't, I don't know what your future is going to look like. <laughs> when you think about, now if it boggles my mind, when you think about, the globe itself, but you think about all the all the millions of miles, or the thousands of millions of miles that that all the um, continents are. It boggles my mind to think that okay, I'm standing here, and then you know China or whatever is way over there, so it's got to be it'd be a huge ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just it's just 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 the mileage alone boggles the mind. Well, it's not millions of miles. You know, the equator is twenty four thousand miles around. Okay, I'm just, yeah, okay. whatever, thousands, millions of miles, yeah. Right, well, but 24,000, so going around Antarctica would be much shorter, right? Because okay. it's only ten or 13,000 miles around, depending on which day NASA wants to tell us. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, how is it possible that um, it's not? <laughs> how is it possible that, you know, Captain Cook tried to circumnavigate Antarctica and it took him three and a half years mm-hmm. and he went over 60,000 miles. Okay. He went over 60,000 miles. And then the, you know, the, the, 
arguments that the Globers like to bring up now is the Antarctic sail ra- sailboat race. Uh, the Antarctic sailboat race. Are you familiar with it? Yeah. So Yes, I am. I follow yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where is it? It's um what did I do with that? I had I had something really good. Circumnavigation. Oh yeah, here we go. So the Antarctic sailboat race. They um they said um you know, last year we they did it and they used GPS and I guess they, you know, it says that they went, you know, 25, uh, 15,000 miles. That makes right. sense. You know, the equator's 25,000 miles around, so down lower. They went, they, they weren't quite near Antarctica. In fact, they were far from it. So they went like 15, 18,000 miles, right? Okay, that makes sense. Well, if you take the time that they, that they did the race in and the miles that they said they went, they were going an average of three miles per hour. Those sailboats go three miles per hour when they're tied to the dock, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Those sailboats go 20, 30 miles an hour, okay? So they're lying. They're lying about that. But this year, they dug their hole even deeper. Um, when they went from, from uh, Brazil, or, or I guess they went from Cape Town around, it's just this leg of the race, right? So remember, this is the bottom of the ball, right? This is near Antarctica. Right. They went around Antarctica and right over here, you know, a little up on the bottom of the wall. That leg alone was 32,000 miles. Yeah, something's not adding up. They're telling us right in our face. They're making, you know, you know what I think it is? This is what I think it is. This is the honest to goodness truth. I think it's an intelligence test. And during this great reset that's happening right now, maybe they're only going to let the intelligent people um, continue on, if you will. And they realized not enough people were passing. We have to make the test dumber, okay? We have to make it simpler so more people will say, right? I think that they're dumbing the, they're, they're, you know, it's like the bell, it's like the curve in class, the bell, not the bell curve, the, where they weight, weight the grades based on everyone else's right, score. Right, right, I right. think they're making it easier so they have more people passing, okay? 32,000 miles from here, around there to there. That should be, Maybe 12,000 miles. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe 13,000. I'll, I'll give you 13,000. Mm-hmm. Not 32,000. Make it 15,000. Okay, it's still not even half of what they're saying it is. Right? Right. And when you talk about, yeah. real quick, when you talk about the Great um, Reset, for people that don't know what it is, explain it for them. Get Klaus Schwab's book called The Great Reset. Read it. They wrote it in a book by the head of the World Economic Forum, telling us what they're going to do, okay? They're telling okay. us. All right, the Great Reset is basically they want to reset the world, have a new world order. Oh, my God, a conspiracy theorist. Nope. And they all say it. They all admit it. It's open. It's out there. And um, they want the elite to rule the world and us to be serfs. And, uh, you know, maybe they do that through a depopulation mechanism. Um, and if you can't figure that out on your own, not you know, right. Then, uh, then maybe you can't figure it out. But it's pretty straightforward. He wrote a book called The Great Reset. You can buy it on Amazon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's telling us what they're going to do. Look up Agenda 2030. All right? They're telling us what they're going to do. Okay? Go look. And also, I don't want to say too much because I'm going to put this on YouTube. VARES. Okay? You know what VARES is? The V adverse event reporting system um just read their numbers 
the numbers on this latest thing have done more damage than everything else in history combined. Okay? Mm-hmm. But nobody cares. Nobody notices. Right? And mm-hmm. they tell us. But the thing is, if you're too stupid and you just watch the news where they steer your mind with the news, Northeast, West, South news, they steer your mind. And if you believe it, even though all the information is out there, that's on you. And I agree. I agree. If, if people are too stupid to look and understand what is being done, I mean, it's all a friggin' joke. I mean, look at the head of our country. Okay. Look at, look at everything. It's, it's insane what's going on. And so why the hell is Dave Weiss talking about flat earth with all this craziness going on? It's sure. because that's what got us here in the first place. People are spinning out of control, lost in space, think they're insignificant, nihilistic, consumer-oriented, just lost. And they're just playing in the system like children, okay? But when you understand that you're at the center of creation, that your thoughts create your reality, that nobody has control over you, you have control, okay? When you understand that, and you stop playing on their monopoly board and stop playing on their globe, mm-hmm. then they lose. It's over like that. It could end like this. People go, oh, there's nothing I can do. The government's too strong. That's not true. It's only in our heads that they're strong. If everyone woke up tomorrow, the government, we wouldn't even know who the governments are because nobody would be listening to them. They'd be peons. They'd be nobody. Mm-hmm. Right? We'd knock them off of YouTube. <laughs> Look, sorry, you're not allowed to go on there. You're banned on Facebook. They, they, if they didn't have that, how the hell are they going to do anything? Right? Right, right. They all own. It's all owned by corporations, which is our government, mm-hmm. and their and the governments are run by, I believe, by other beings outside of the world, the world that we know, beyond here on Earth. On Earth, it's amazing. Well, I mean, there is there are rumors that the current government, you know, the the president and all that, they know about the other beings. They're well aware of the other beings. There's all, you know, um, John Kerry on election day went to Antarctica. What's he doing? Getting his marching orders, right? Yeah, you know, those are only the ones we know about. There's a whole bunch. But, you know, maybe there's more people out there. Maybe maybe the real controllers are in Antarctica. There's a, a army whistle, an army guy. Uh, he's like 94. Somebody was doing work at their house, at his house. And they started to talk and he... Um, that I'm not allowed to talk about it until I'm 100. He goes, but I can tell you that there's cities of people in Antarctica, cities, and they're not allowed to communicate with this world. They're, they're from like an in-between or outer world, mm-hmm. a continent that we're unaware of, right? They want mm-hmm. us to believe Antarctica is freezing cold. There's nothing there. You can't even grow a toothpick, okay? I don't buy, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all, right? And, and here's the, the number one thing. They're hiding this information. Like you can Google ghosts, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, and all stuff will come up. You Google Flat Earth, you get only their propaganda. You get nothing. There's a great video, Stranger's Guide to Flat Earth 21 Questions. Pretty unique name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't come up. You get propaganda. You get all the nonsense that they want you to see. You'll get the interview that that I was supposed to be a moderated interview with me and the the guy that calls himself Professor Dave. Um, and it was horrible. It was just like, they, they think that's a win, but that video is waking up so many people that wouldn't even look at flat earth. Cause they Google flat earth. They're like, Oh, I'll watch this. This guy's a professor. And then they see what a ass hat he acted like. 
And then they email me. They go, why? You know, I'm not a flat earther. I think flat earth is stupid. But why did this professor act like this? And I say, here, watch these two videos. And I send them a couple of videos. And then they email me back. They're like, holy crap, this flat earth thing is real. And then it's over. So they're losing. Everything they try backfires on them. Okay. And it's, and it's so easy to win because we're on the light. They're in the dark, right? You go into a dark room with a match, it lights up the room. Okay. And you also set the room on fire if you want. But the truth wins. It's just, will people see the truth? People are fighting for their own slavery. People, you know, there's guys, order followers, you know, the worst scum on earth next to fact checkers. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. They're guarding Antarctica. There's all these military bases, not letting anyone go beyond 60 degrees south. They're just following orders. They don't know that they're protecting their own enslavement. Because if we had access to Antarctica, we would know the earth isn't a globe. Governments would fold. Everything would fold. The entire world would reset in a good way. Mm -hmm. where the people would take over. So, so when you talk about you talk about this stuff, I mean, how deep does it go in the government? So deep, I can't Let's... even see the bottom. Okay. Now, now, like, like in our government, I'd say the vast majority of them have no idea. They're just puppets. They're idiots. They're they're mind controlled. But the ones at the top, you know, the the most evil ones, you know, they they know. They know they're they're uh you know they're they're in the inner circle, and um they know what's going on. And they look at us as you know useless eaters, as you know as sheep, and they want us to be their slaves. So, um, I'm not having any part of it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so, you know, we we just spent almost an hour talking about the flat about flat Earth. What do you think of the people on? And we can be honest. For you know, it's my show. We can do what we want. Okay. How, how do you feel, truly feel about the people that, that don't believe in the flat, flat earth theory? Well, belief is the enemy of knowing. I'm offering three Bitcoins. I can go through all of these proofs. And then at the end of the show, I go, so the, the, you know, the person goes, well, I still, I, still don't, I, I still think the earth is a globe. And I say, okay, great. Can you give me one reason? They're like, well, no, I can't, you know, other than someone told me, other than it's in a book. So belief is the enemy of knowing, right? Um, mm -hmm. If I told you I lived in Connecticut, do you know I live in Connecticut or do you believe I live in Connecticut? Well, right. it's a belief because you never checked it out. And and knowing takes time and effort. Belief is easy. I believe that you live in California. I have no more work to do. I, I don't have to research it because I believe it. And I'm happy with that belief. But what right. if you lived in Yugoslavia? I had no idea. Okay. But you lied to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would have to check. I'd have to look you up and I'd see. I'm like, oh, she's, oh, I found her on Facebook. She's friends with this person and this person and this person. Oh, they all live in California. Oh, I found your high school yearbook. Okay, you live in California. Okay, that takes time and effort. Belief is easy. You believe you live on a globe. Why? Right? If you believe you live on a globe, globe, you have to know for a fact that you can be brainwashed because you can't come up with a single reason why uh -huh. that you live on a globe. Not one. There's no reasons. So all of that stuff is hidden. This is my app. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Every day there's a new video. You just tap here. Um, this is the one on the, on the um, James Webb. It's fantastic. Um, but I tell people, watch the daily video each day while you have your breakfast, short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And after two weeks, 99% of you will become 
globe deniers, minimum. But if you think that you still have a proof of the globe, send it to me and you win three Bitcoins. But before you do, you have to hit the question mark right over here. And up comes the frequently asked questions. Okay. And, you know, like, what about eclipses? What about seasons? Right? Right. What about, you know, whatever. Co Coriolis effect. If I hit, what about Coriolis effect? Up comes a playlist of videos that YouTube doesn't want you to see that will explain it and then go out and verify it yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then you'll see, and anyone that, anyone that does this becomes a flat earther. Sorry. So don't spend the $3 on the app if you don't want to become a flat earther, right? There's all sorts of other resources in here. Um, you know, mud floods, Tataria. I highly recommend that. If you're a biblical person or you hate the Bible, watch mm -hmm. these videos. The biblical um, biblical flat earth. And there's a 24-7 now biblical channel. Amazing stuff. Some amazing TikTok channels I've been featuring. I'm going to actually add a whole TikTok page because TikTok's where it's at. Um, and this is uh, my interviews. Your interview will be in here. When you click on that, up come all my recent interviews. And you can dive a little deeper. Tons of stuff. Books. Um, stuff to buy. If you want flatter stuff, don't buy anything if you don't. Um, but the biggest thing on here, this is called the Flat Earth Friend Finder, okay? Uh -huh. This is the, the people that are just near me that know the Earth is flat that have my app. And that's only a small percentage of the Flat Earth people, okay? And on here, you can tap on a dot and send that person a message. You can send um, a group message. I have mine set for, for um, 50 kilometers, and there's 421 people that I can send a group message to like, hey, I'm having a meetup at Joe's Bar and Grill Saturday, 4 p.m. Boom, 100 people show up. And awesome. this is being used now as a dating app, as a job app. Um, people are going on here because every person in here is awake and aware. Wouldn't you like to meet people that are into paranormal as much as you are? Yeah, absolutely. Be great, absolutely. So what if this was paranormal? All these people were paranormal people, not just flat earth people. You'd be like, I want to meet all of them. Okay. Uh -huh. And so this is a way for us to use their technology to connect us. Right. Um, I mean, and just look, it's not just here in the United States. Here's the, here's the UK, right? United Kingdom, tons of people, tons. Okay. Wow. And then go over to the United States. Almost can't even see the United States. Crazy. Right. This isn't a fad. If, if flat earth was a fad, some scientists would have come around and said, boom, you know, here's the proof. And it would have been over, but none of them do. They run from us. They hide. They keep moving the globe post farther and farther. Like, oh, you can see the curvature from an airplane. We're like, no, you can't. Like, oh, you can see it from a jet fighter, you know, um, you know, flying at 70,000 feet. And we're like, well, we just sent a balloon up to 100,000 feet. They're like, well, you can see it from 127,000 feet, you know, um, Felix Baumgartner, Bob Baumgartner, whatever his name is. Um, I'll never get it right. Um, and we showed that that's just a fisheye lens and that it's flat. And also, he landed east of where he took off. Well, the Earth is spinning to the east. He should have landed a couple thousand miles out in the ocean, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay? Every single thing points to flat Earth. Some work on both, like circumnavigation east and west work on both. But on a flat Earth, you can't circumnavigate south. South, you just go away. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? Nobody's ever circumnavigated south. Isn't that weird? That is, that is weird. 
you know, you certainly, I came in with an open mind. You certainly yeah. have, have put ideas in my head that I'm definitely going to look into and research. I mean, that's a definite. You really, you, you really put that into my head to look more into stuff. I appreciate that. Everything can be found at flatearthdave.com, right? Uh -huh. The link to the app, because there's already, I, you know, the Flat Earth Society people, you know, the Globe Trolls have made, uh, tried to rip off my app in the Android store. Um, don't buy that. If you buy that app, don't send me an email telling me my app sucks because it's not my app. Mine is, mine is by Blue Water Bay. Just fly, if you type in Flat Earth Clock, it'll mm -hmm. come right up. But if the easiest way, go to flatearthdave.com, click the link there, and you're in. Okay? Excellent. And and the app's $3. Um, and just go read the reviews if you're unsure. I'm definitely going to do research. You really opened my mind into this. And, uh, yeah, it's stuff I didn't expect to hear. So that's what I like. You know, that's, that's what it's all about, for me to bring information to other people as well. So you've, you've definitely done that. Tell me about your video. Which video? The Flat Earth video? There was one I saw. Um, I have, so I mean, I have a lot of, which, which video are we talking about? Cool. Um, what is it? I, 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 I was in a movie called, um, and you can find it at The Next Level 2022. That the, one. The yeah. Next Level 2022 by Hibbler Productions. The guy is amazing. Uh, amazing videos. It's a great movie, not because I'm in it, okay? Right. But it's a great movie. Um, and get a high-def copy on his website. It's like seven bucks, and right. you own it. And then watch it. You'll become a flat earther. There's no way out of it. And then watch it with your family, right? And when you have friends over, like, steal their car keys, you know, put them in the freezer or something, give them a beer, and say, hey, we're watching this movie because this guy's offering three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe. We can just debunk right. this movie. Anyone that makes it from the beginning to the end of the movie is screwed. Their life is changed forever for the better. For the better, okay. Mm -hmm. but my life is uh, is great. I love my life. <laughs> With the world is crumbling around me, I'm spiraling upwards, as Owen Benjamin would say. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. Like I said, you've opened up my mind, you know, to the point where I'm going to start really watching some videos and diving into it. Don't believe anything I say. I just pointed to some doors. I gave you some motivation to look. I showed you how to look. The app is the best way. Just go to my website, though. There's lots of links there. If you don't want to get the app, um, okay. you can find stuff. But if you start Googling Flat Earth, you might as well just be just throw in the throw in the towel because you're never going to get anywhere. You're going to get all nonsense. Absolutely. And um and watch and watch watch how desperate the trolls are. Like there's I don't want to say their names. There's a, there's just like a couple ones. They'll show up. They have nothing on their channel, empty channels, and they'll just be like, Dave's scamming you out of $3. Dave offered $9 million for a globe map, and we already have one, right? I made a sarcastic comment, like, because they're offering $9 million for a flat earth map. We're not even mm -hmm. claiming we have an accurate map. But, you know, on, on the app, there is some serious accuracy to um, what's going on there. Just for example, just so I show you, right now, um, wow, it's late. Um, <laughs> Right now, oh, it's right it, yeah, yeah. So right now, it's uh, if I call my friend PK, who's right here in uh, um, Sydney, I'd say, "What time is it?" He'd say, uh, "Around eleven thirty." I said, "Where's the sun?" He's like, "Well, it's at the high point, almost at the high point for the day." This shows you where the sun is, very accurate. You know what? It's not perfect, but it's damn close. Okay, this has been used for navigation. This is what the how flights, you know, flights like a flight from Santiago goes through the United States all the way across. And if it's going to um, the west side, it goes through the United States, over to 
China and Japan and Singapore, it's a straight line. But on a globe, it's this huge curve Mm -hmm. from the southern into the north and back to the southern. Why would you ever go up to the north and back to the south to go to go somewhere? Right. It makes no sense. But you know, what's interesting. Never does a flight in the north go to the south and back to the north. Every flight in the north going to any northern location always stays in the north, never crosses. Only southern flights flights cross. That's another feature, by the way, this thing that just keeps popping up here. Every yeah. time a new, uh, um, I have it in, in, um, in the settings, there's this new button here. You click it and you say every time uh, somebody becomes a flat earther, every time a glober dies, uh, put a, put a flat, put a, put an animation and a ping noise. And uh, it's quite fun this way. Everyone gets a like, yes, another one has joined the truth. <laughs> there you go. Dave, I would love to have you on again to talk more about this because this is absolutely fascinating to me. You have to, if you, if you come up with a whole bunch of questions that you need answered, I will come back, but I've given you enough to make you realize that you don't have to say the earth is flat. Flat is not a shape. You have to know for a fact that space is fake and we don't live on a ball floating in a space vacuum. Once you know that, then then it's open, right? You know, we live in the, like in this, I believe we live on this like dielectric plane inside a toroidal field that leaves a lot of room for lots of energetic entities. Okay. Right. I think yeah. the work that you do works perfectly on a flat earth. Just, you know, nonsensical space is, is just silly. All right. right. Flatearthdave.com. Flatearthdave.com. And um, right there, flatearthdave.com. And anybody, if you have a show or know a show, you can book Dave there. If you're having an issue with your phone and the app, we've got lots of different phones, I'll click support. Give us the details of what's going on and we'll fix it for you. No problem. Fantastic. Um, and lots of resources there. And my podcast, go down to the bottom. My podcast is there. And if you don't, if you don't have a smartphone, scroll down, go to the, there's a section that says crash course, right? And I challenge anyone, watch the t- first three videos, first four videos. And then you'll you'll uh, you'll lose the respect of your family and friends temporarily. There you'll be go. a flat there earth there. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thank you so All much right. for coming on. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. You have a great Bye. evening. All right, guys. That was uh, Dave Weiss. We were talking about flat uh, flat Earth, and uh, that was absolutely fascinating. And it definitely opened some eyes for me. So I'm going to be doing some extra research and things like that. So, yeah. You know, you know, like as a reporter, you try to go in with an open mind talking to people, which is what I did. And I think I, I did that. That's why I didn't interrupt him. I just let him talk about the stuff because more he knows a lot more about it than I do, obviously. Anyway, tomorrow, uh, we're back at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Karen Clark uh, from the California Haunts team is going to be with us talking about protection when you're out investigating and protections that you can do at home if you think you might have a paranormal Um. Thank you. And, you know, protections at home when you think you might have a paranormal issue going on. And also, uh, again, if you're watching from Facebook, please uh, click the uh, follow button. If you're watching from TikTok, click, click that follow button. If you're watching from, from, from Twitch, hit that follow button. And especially if you're watching from YouTube, hit that uh, subscribe button. There's a little uh, ghost down in the bottom right-hand corner with a magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat on. And uh, that's how you subscribe. We've got over 300 videos over there that are different topics. And I think there's something in there for everybody. I appreciate everybody coming in tonight. Uh, we were a half hour earlier, but uh, had a great crowd. And uh, some of the Dave's fans came in here. That's great. And uh, 
I'd love it if you'd uh, help me out and uh, subscribe. You can check out my other videos, right? Okay. Uh, you see that uh, thing down at the bottom? It's because uh, this is a this is a nonprofit gig, and uh, mainly everything comes out of my pocket to to fund this radio show and to fund all the equipment for the paranormal team and all that. So I could use a little help at the beginning of the month. I've got internet bills to pay and things like that. You could help me out at paypal.me at California Haunts. That would be great. Or at Venmo and just California Haunts. Because after all, I'm trying to bring people like Dave here, you know, different people like Dave coming in and um, things like that. But anyway, um, I want to thank you all for coming tonight. And again, we'll be back tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific with medium Karen Clark. So I will see you tomorrow. And... Uh, have a good night, guys.